Oi, you lot, you listen to Garage Hammer, episode 197. On tonight's episode, the Pat Manling talks with the Smart Manling and the Smart Manling's friend about how they're going to be running tournaments in this new, amazing, spectacular second age of Sigmar. Don't mention the gosh, though, he gets sensitive. All right, now shut it! I'm listening to me show! Welcome to the Garage, you tools. For the next two hours or thereabouts, we will do our best to keep you informed, entertained, and perhaps have a laugh or two along the way, bringing you tournaments, organization, and we're at 197 episodes? I'm Alex Gonzalez. And I'm tired. You <laughs> know. Oh, goodness gracious. What's going on, brother? Nothing, nothing, nothing. And the master uh, engineer is darn right. Yeah, I'm almost done painting my nagash, and then I and then I open up Twitter this weekend, and it's like, oh, I better hide this thing because I'd get hit with a hit in the face if I bring him somewhere. It looks like. Yeah. <laughs> it was interesting. So, and we can get about into the toolbox. Yeah, we'll talk about it in the toolbox. But I just, man, I just watched. that's a tool in a toolbox right there. Yeah. <laughs> It is definitely an all-in-one. Oh goodness! Uh, so, um, listen. Why don't we just jump into this? Because we got some stuff to do, and then we got a guest coming on, and and we got all sorts of cool stuff. So let's get Moji in, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So before we get started, we should take a moment to thank the sponsors of Garage Hammer, which include Chaos Orc Superstore, Chaos Orc Superstore, Chaos Orc Superstore, Chaos Orc Superstore, Six Squared Studios. For all your basing needs, Six Squared Studios. Hi, Kevin. I'm going to see him uh, if he's listening to this uh, next week. Which he should be. Which he should be. We're going to be we're hanging out at Gen Con next week. So excited about Gen Con. And our hotel has free happy hour, 4.30 to 6.30, free snacks, oh boy. For, and open bar. You know what it's like playing luchador after about an hour of open bar? No. Oh my goodness! It gets rowdy. It's almost it's it's not as crazy as watching Hastings and those guys play pirate dice. Mm. But it can be if you're trying to get that guy pinned and they're rolling the dice. It's kind of kind of an amazing time. So, Interesting. Yep. Yep. Um, also, Black Dog Hobby and Games in Loves Park, Illinois. Yeah, that's your local go. game store, ain't it? That is my local game store. Why now- don't you tell us about your awesome local game store? Well, I mean, do I really need to? Everyone should know that it is the place to go for gamers, and it's located in beautiful Loves Park, Illinois. Whether you like miniature games, card games, board games, or RPGs, Black Dog has all of it. Check out our Thursday night RPGs, Wednesday night Modern Magic, Thursday night board games, Friday night Age of Sigmar, and Saturday Warhammer. Find them on Facebook at Black Dog Hobby and Game, and check out their game meetup group linked on the Facebook page. And... Dave, I have a local game store, but do you have a local game store? Uh, I do. Get no, this, folks. Don't. Get this. Now, Gift of Games opened where Unique Gifts and Games is, and they're they're great. Okay, they've got uh, you know board games and stuff. However, there's a place in Wakanda near my house, Wakanda, Illinois, called Lindsay's Gamer Garrison. Okay, now, first of all, it's called Lindsay's Gamer Garrison. No, see, I. I had to explain to our friend, the uh, Canadian albino hockey puck, that I did not buy her a game store. She is mad at me. She's not talking to me right now. 
or did she buy the game store? No. Uh, she heard me talking about Lindsay's Gamer Garrison and was like, you bought me a game store? And I'm like, no, and now she's not talking to me. So, Well, I mean, I can't blame her. That's like I can't, not cool. I, I mean, I don't know that many Lindsay's, but for goodness sake, you know. And now, oh, and now she, now she's. I'm trying to record the show. I don't need to listen to this right now. So, oh, she's annoyed. But now Lindsay's got in touch with me, and uh, I finally went over there. They'd been around. Chris, you and them would go over there to play Infinity. It was kind of like yeah. an Infinity Hub. And apparently, after dropping, after eighth dropping and AOS updating, that's like their bread and butter now. Like I walk in. And it's a nice size game store, lots of big tables. It's just, it's it's almost like walking into a GW because you got all these tables in front and stuff. And in the back, they've got a paint station, a free paint station, right? I'm looking back there, I'm like paint station. Every Citadel paint in there, and they're not charging to use it. Come in and paint. Um, they got the three walls, the back wall, and the two sides. They have everything. Literally, they carry the entire 40k and and AOS range. And then they've got some. They've got the other. They got Blood Bowl. They got Necromunda. I'm just looking around, like, what is going? They got Black Library books. Hmm. Like, and like th- this is what they do. And I was just like, ah, like the angels are singing. And he's like, he, you know, they want to be the. Uh, so we were doing a three sponsor sort of deal. Now we're kind of going to bump it with a four because now both of our local game stores are official sponsors of the show. Now. They don't just do uh, – it's not like they just sell. First of all, the weekends are open until midnight, Friday and Saturday. And if your game ain't over at midnight, he's not kicking you out. He's like, it's cool. I think they got out of there like 2.30 in the morning last Friday night. Yeesh. So they're playing games. They're doing this. If you game on Saturday, you show up to play 40K or, or AOS, uh, you get two things. First of all, on Saturdays you get a little token or a ticket if you play a game. And once a month, they take all the tickets and they have a raffle. So they're raffling off prizes if you come game, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Monday painting day. If you show up for do a little Monday painting, little uh, you get you can get a ticket. Uh, and then they have a one day. They have one day tournaments every month. Okay, they alternate between forty k and Age of Sigmar. And if you show up on Saturday to game, you can get a little wooden nickel with the with the store logo on it. And if you get eight of these nickels, they you can. Join into the tournament uh, and they'll waive the entry fee. Huh. that's nice. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's like I was in. I'm like, this is bananas. It was like, it, it was like going into a GW shop, only bigger, and it was just so many people, and it was just, I was like, wow, like it's what they do right now. It's it was quite incredible. I was impressed, uh, and when he said he wanted to be a sponsor on the show. Um, I was like, oh yeah. So, um, I will keep you guys posted, especially because they're gonna, we're, he's gonna be like this monthly tournaments. One, one, August is forty k. September is gonna be Age of Sigmar. That kind of rotates back and forth. But so, and he does like team tournaments too. So that way you, hmm. you'll, that way people want to bring a friend if they're having to travel a little bit and it's a little more fun. Yeah. So excited. We're gonna have to see what day it is in September and see if we can if we can schedule it and we can be there together. No, that'd be fun. So much. I am so excited about this um, because it's like I haven't, I haven't seen a place with this much stuff and with that kind of the kind of that kind of an AOS crowd outside of a GW store around here. So I was just like, woohoo! But uh, 
yeah, that's I, I, that's about all I can think of. That's pretty good. Um, you know, especially uh, uh, that I guess that'll count as their commercials. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I'm excited. Super excited. So, also excited that we have Patreon sponsors, and we still have our Patreon is going strong. If you were uh, thinking about, hey, I'd like to really help out the show. Alex and Dave are awesome, and I want to help them out. Then what I would say is you can go to our Patreon page and check it out and just take a look at it. Um, you know, if you want to donate something for the show, that's awesome. If not, it's always been and always will be a free show. Nobody owes us a thing. Um, let's face it. I never shut up anyway. I we keep, know. I'd keep putting these out. But I do want to thank the people who make this show super possible, the 1%. Uh, our associate producers, Phil Elliott and Dwight Sims, our executive producer, Nick Nefliotis, and our three, three since we recorded last and we recorded late, three new sponsors, Marco Campo, Brian Andrews, and Kolya Eppert, K-O-L-J-A. I think it's Kolya. It could be Kolja. Kolya. Kolya Eppert. Thank you, guys, every one of you, for becoming part of the 1% who make this show and all the things we do on this show possible. Um, yeah. So that's uh, – thank you guys so much. Uh, what else? We have voicemail. We do. We do. We still do. I haven't gotten any voicemails lately, and it's working. I actually went to check it. I'm like, that's odd. We haven't gotten any voicemails lately. But if you did want to leave us a voicemail, if you were like, hey, I'm all about the voicemail, which would be a weird thing to be all about. But if you're all about the voicemail, one seven five seven GH show six. That's one seven five seven GH show six. You can call. You can talk to us. We'd be happy to talk to you. It would be awesome. Uh, and that's uh, yeah. That's give us a call. International callers can dial zero zero and then one seven five seven GH show six. Um, now, Dave, if I was all about that bass and not that voicemail, would I still be able to call the voicemail? You could. It's okay. a, it's different, but yes. that I am totally, I'm down. I'm, I know. It. Yeah, I'm weird. Anyway. <laughs> um. Oh, and great googly moogly! I can't find my little email. The uh, boys GT is coming up, and they asked me to mention it, and. For the life of me, I'm not finding it. But it is coming up in, like, November. Du Bois GT. It's a big East Coast Warhammer uh, tournament going on. And I will be talking more about that either later in the show or next episode. But, guys, I mean, du Bo- it, come on. It's Du Bois GT. It's not like anyone who knows who's on the tournament scene has heard of it. Like, they've been doing it for a while, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I would say get on that. Pay attention to that. Check it out. Uh, at the boys GT for some Warhammer goodness. And what else? I'm trying to see if I got anything else. Uh, I did. We had a bunch of people who sent some emails and some nice things. Uh, John Ashton. No, not John. Well, I'm reading the wrong darn emails right now. This is the problem when you've been up too long and you're tired and you can't figure things out. Stop it, Harrison. Oh, here. Hey, it's the boys GT announcement. Let me read it. We're at a hot start. Excited to announce registration is now open for 2018 the boys GT Grand Tournament. The boys tournament will be held on Friday through Sunday, November 9th through 11th. So you're getting in early here. It's in Rochester. Rochester, New York, USA. Uh, du Bois is celebrating their 12th year of hosting this event, and they cannot wait. Cannot wait for another great year. 
Uh, it's three-day gaming extravaganza featuring multiple game systems and formats. Okay, so this year, look at this. They're going to have 40K, AOS, Blood Bowl, Shadespire, Blood and Plunder, and uh, Kings of War. Uh, official Games Workshop brand clash, Grand Clash for the Shadespire, and it's an ITC 40K major event. Early bird $10 discount on registration up until September 9th. And last year they totally sold out, so don't screw around. Get in there. Get ordered. So, dude, that's, you know, that's kind of awesome. Yeah, it's no joke. It's a big event. Also, uh, I got an email from a dude named Lee Bucket. And uh, I've been talking, you know, about painting this up and trying to get stuff painted for uh, for uh, Wapaka. And he's doing some – he's got some stuff going on where he kind of – he's doing some, like, painting lessons and things like that. And uh, I checked it out. Uh, it's on Facebook. And, it, you know, facebook.com slash thepaintingcoach. And he's got some cool little projects and plans there, and he and he actually, you know, he's looking into that stuff. I may actually take him up on on some of this stuff, but he just sent an email saying, "Look, I know you're working on this. And I know you said you had trouble with blendings and things, and I'm I'm putting this stuff together, and I'd be I'd be happy to talk to you about it." And uh, I haven't actually gotten back to him after that, but I took a look at his face. I said, "Hey, you know what? Thank you for the offer, and uh, I will put that up on the on the." Uh, on the show because I think that's really cool that you know someone's offering their help like that so I wanted to give a little shout out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I think that's everything I got. You got anything else? Not for plugs right now. Nope. All right. Well, then uh, after I completely screwed up all that intro part and uh, too darn lazy to go back and edit, I think we ought to take a break and then come back with the Garage Hammer Network News. It's news. Yeah. God damn. Hot start. Hot start. Oh, I love this. Right, folks, Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chessex Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted board and miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to, because at Chaos Orc Superstore, what you see is what you get. And we are back with the Garage Hammer News Network. Flash. White Tech screws up the whole first segment. Flash. Hey. So. <laughs> can't take you anywhere. Nah. No, you can't. Heather stopped trying like a decade ago. Hmm. Man. All right. So, what you been up to? Um. Well, uh, I've been. Okay. 
I have been buying toys that I probably am never going to get a chance to paint because I'm a loser. Um, uh, this, dude, this, this okay, Stormcast and Night Haunts just keep a coming. Yes, yes, they do. And they're my two armies, so I just keep a buying like a fool and I put it up on the wall there, and I say, okay, I'm going to get to this soon enough. What did I buy from? Yeah. What did I buy at Lindsay's Gamer Garrison this weekend? I I actually oh, bought boy. more stuff than I was supposed to. I got Lady Alinder. I got Valentian. I got Rykenor, the Grim Hauler. I got Evocators, Ballista, Estrella, Soul Blight, whatever his name is. And then I got some Dreadblade Harrows. Okay, what's the deal with the Dreadblade Harrows? I didn't what realize. She- they come in packs of two. So? They're leaders. They're heroes. Your point? Since when did heroes come in two packs? I saw the two pack and I said, this is the coolest looking model. I bet you these are pretty awesome units. And so I bought two boxes. Oh, so now you have four. Yes. When am I going to play with four leaders and the, of this guy? Why not? I'm a complete maniac. Uh, I figure if I can't use more than two, then maybe I'm going to start using this and try to do some conversions since I'm Ooh. trying to stretch my hobby goals and abilities. But yeah, I went I just I went bananas. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, I was actually mad at myself when I came home. I'm like, you dummy, you can't even, you, you don't know when you're going to use all this stuff. But who cares? Because it's all amazing. Like, yeah. I, uh, the my, product coming out is stupid, and we finally have the Black Coach coming out and the Chain Rasp outside the starter box. Yeah, I mean, and they're trickling it out so I don't go, compl- like, every two weeks, so at least I can get paid. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want the black coach so bad, and I want the guy with the th- what's the monster called that I can never remember his name with the terrible jaw? The Toralon. Toralon. The Eventist Fire Strike or the Lord Arcanum on Toralon. Yep, 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 yep. I need, I need that. I don't have, like, I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a glutton, and I'm a completist, and I have OCD, and if there's if there's entries in my book that I don't have models for, I get itchy. So. I'm just waiting for them to. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I am uh, overtired, and oh, I've just been paint. I, I, oh, oh, wait till the toolbox. It's crazy. Um, seriously, I mean, am I wrong though? This stuff is bananas. No, you're you ain't wrong. Um, it's just there is a lot of stuff coming out, and it's just been hit after hit after hit after hit. And there's still more because we still haven't seen the Glaive Wraith Stalkers. We still haven't seen the Herodins. We're still waiting on the Evocators on Dracolines. Like, there is uh-huh. a lot still to come. Yeah. Now, which ones do the thing that's the really broken? I get to roll two dice for every guy in the unit. If to That's the, the Evocators in yeah. general. So the ones on foot, they have a multi-part kit coming out as I'm, well as... I'm holding it. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, no, I like these. I'm the, the, the models just look amazing. Yeah. And then there's one of my favorite models coming out that's $8, the Bro and Cantor, John Cena-looking guy. Yeah, that's yeah. coming out with the magazine. Yeah. So. I ordered two of those. I just went for one because, you know, I, just I like how he looks. I, Blade Heroes, but. I, I was thinking of conversions again. And it's um, eight, dude, eight bucks, eight bucks for that how to play magazine that they put out with the first edition of Age of Sigmar that came with the Liberator. Yeah. And for eight bucks, you get that guy. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a regular as character model. You could be, you could get that for like twenty some bucks. Normally, about characters, 30, no, yeah. thirty bucks, yeah. And boom, eight. Yeah, I'll take two because I'll yeah. try to convert stuff up. Mm-hmm. And he's a good filler for the folks that are looking to get a Stormcast Wizard in an Order Army that can't normally take a mage. Yeah. So now you have that option, and it's only $8 instead of trying to get the ones out of the starter set for the Nightning Cantors or buying a box of Evocators or something to that extent. I was so, just going to ask you about that. So my box of Evocators can make five Evocators, or I can make four Evocators and an Encantor? Yes. I'm looking on the back of the box this morning going, wait, what? That's mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. Yeah, they, especially when you got three or however many in the box set, and that's not a unit, and then you buy a whole unit, and then it's not a unit, so you can make use that to make those. Yeah, it's got some options there to do all sorts of different things. Never mind different equipments if you want to take like a grand stave or something. But oh, the poses okay. in the multi part kit is just ridiculous. So, I mean, it's definitely on my buy list, but I've got too much other stuff uh, that we'll get into the toolbox later. Um, I was- I was literally at Lindsay's, and they were like, "Yep, we're in." We're and I, I was like, "Well, excellent." So while I'm here, let me have one of everything. Way to go! I was so bad. I was so bad. So, uh, yeah. I and mean, then, oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I was just the other big news, and as of day of recording, this happened today. Uh, the FAQ. Dropped the big July FAQ. Yes. Huge. Huge changes. I am not going to lie. I have only had time to go through the one. I went to the core rules first to look through. I knew it happened, though, because when I woke up this morning, I am in three WhatsApp groups. One for Stormcast, one for Nagash, and one for the narrative event organizers. And between the Nagash and the... Uh, Storm Bros one, there was like seven hundred messages, or whatever you call. It. I was just I woke, I was like, oh, I bet you the I bet you the FAQ because what else is going to cause it yeah. to be that much? I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, yeah. So that's a big thing, and the big thing that a lot of people uh, need to know is like the primary offenders from like the first couple, well, actually about the first month that we've had. AOS, a lot of them have been addressed and dealt with. Um, the spell portal from Malign Sorcery, you can only do one spell through it now. And it doesn't move endless spells the same way. So, because like before, you could set up an endless spell within range of the first portal, it teleports through, and then you move it again. Because you're technically setting it up. It doesn't work that way anymore. So it's not as abrasive as it used to be. The Geminids got an adjustment, um, which is one of the nastier spells out of the Malign Sorcery set. So you've got a lot of stuff like that that got adjusted. Uh, Croak got some changes. And then the... What happened with Croak? Uh, his spell changed. It got harder to cast progressively, higher numbers. And again, you can only do one through the portal. So it's not as abrasive as it used to be. And I think it has oh, okay. a stock range that can't be boosted. Now, Croak um, only has that one spell, right? Isn't that right? Doesn't he only know the yeah, one spell? Yeah, but he can cast it multiple times. Right, and he's the one guy who can break that rule because that's in his thing. So Correct. if he goes to a realm, does he not get the realm spells? 
because his rules say he only knows that one spell, right? Am I correct about this? I don't. I, don't, I'm, I, be- I believe he only casts that spell. Yeah. Okay, but that spell was. I remember reading that opening weekend. They went through and threw it out, and there was a bunch of little units, and every unit took D three. And uh, Croak did a hundred and three eight wounds on the first turn. This game's stupid again. Which is that is kind of stupid, but well, they and then it. you're looking at a lot of other small changes, like the Moon Clan Grotch uh, War Boss. His command ability got completely changed. Okay, so it's no longer the double damage. And you can't stack it. It's now just the, if you roll an unmodified six to wound, it does a mortal wound. That's it. Oh, so that whole double. So that's just gone, gone? Hard gone. Oh, okay. Well, you know, and that was really unfair because I know when I'm playing a game and a guy can go and drop three things and turn it from single damage to eight damage. Uh, I mean, I don't know how you'd beat that. I mean, you know, he's 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 a four wound model with a five up save i don't know how you take that guy out and stop that from happening i but then again i'm not a good player so yeah you know i but, but that i mean that could be abused i mean you i can see how it could be abused if you can keep the guy safe but i just saw that when he's a four wound model with a five up save don't you try to just kill him i mean may not be the easiest thing in the world because he gets to look out certain stuff but i guess once again I don't play that often, and I don't play in tournaments, so maybe it was way worse than I read it to be. But I just, I, I, I missed that one. Like I, I was like, "Ooh, that's that's kind of brutal." And then I went, and then I was like, "Wait, he has what? How many wounds? What save?" I mean, it's yeah. not like he was, he wasn't like he was on the Celestine on a Dracoth had that, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then speaking of Stormcast, the Lord Invigoration got adjusted for Evocators, so they can take spells from the Lord of Invigoration. Yeah, I thought that was going to happen because that made no sense. Yeah. There was literally a list mm-hmm. of spells that only they could have, and then it said they couldn't have them. Yes. <laughs> wait, 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 there's a typo here. He meant to say you can take them, not can't take them. Correct. Gotcha. So there were some adjustments there. We're not going to go into all of them, uh, so definitely give them a good read through. There's I heard Marathi became useless now, though. Is that what say I, what? I heard Marathi became useless. What? Uh, doesn't she, because the endless spells don't happen during the certain time that she doesn't get her three wound limit. So they can, the endless spells can hit her for as much as they can hit her for. Mm-hmm. So, so useless. Now, I mean, right? she's far from useless. I know. I'm just being a jerk because once again, I was on the internet this afternoon. And so, yes. so. There's some stuff. Check it out. Make sure you take a look at all your cool stuff. Uh, and just a lot of work went into that. There's a lot of stuff that had to go into consideration for a lot of things. So if your stuff got changed, just understand we have to think big picture here. So um, I think that's all the news that's fit to print, or at least talk about on Garage Hammer as far as workshop. Is there anything else we're missing? No, I don't think so. Um Wow, I just feel like I'm all over the place. Like, was that kind of snarky when I was making jokes before? I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. We're all, well, whatever. Uh, there's just so much going on. I'm overwhelmed, okay? Can I just say that? Like, if I don't sound it, like, this is more, this is a crazier time for me, at least with doing the show and putting together units and doing stuff, than when AOS first dropped and I didn't know if there would be a game to, to, to report on in six months. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm you know what I'm talking about right? 
like it's just kind of bananas. I I, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, we know. We'll talk about that in the toolbox though, because I'm kind of I'm I am I I am on a hobby high, but I am on a like a actual game. I'm 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 kind of in a doldrum. I guess you would say if that's the proper word. So yeah, we can talk about that. There's a process that. I think it's it. So. <laughs> I'm not going through it quick enough. All right, so I should, okay. let's do the toolbox then, right? Yeah, for sure. Brought to you by Chaosog Superstore. Chaosog Superstore. All right, hobbying. What is that? Yes. No, oh, nothing. Oh, okay. That was the sound of forty Gratz scuttlings in a bag getting moved. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, th- you know what? I th- I wouldn't have guessed that. But now I know, and if I hear it again, I'll know what it is. All right. Uh, what kind of hobby you been doing? I bet you it's uh, a lot. Hmm. Oh, so I've just been. Uh, so I did a couple of things. I've been working on some eels for my deep kin. Uh, finally, getting some progress made on those. And I also did a quick little uh, Skype chat with the glorious Steve Herner oh. on. How to do neutral basing for endless spells. So if you follow Holy Hammer Hearn on Twitter, and if you don't, you should. Uh, the man does absolutely amazing work, and he uses a Liquitex uh, gel medium to do sculpting and spell effects on the bases for all of his endless spells. Because so the bases look like the spell stuff? It- yes. That's brilliant. Yeah, so he showed me how to do those, so I've been doing those with all of my endless spells this way they look unique to the spell that they are, and, and they that can way fit. I don't have to buy four or five sets of endless spells to base them all to match my armies, because all my armies are based differently. And I, Okay, and I'm not trying to... I mean, this is the first I'm hearing about this. I talked to Herner about some other stuff about a week or two ago, and we were supposed to Skype, but that's that's super clever. I that's make the bases match the spell as opposed to any realm and then they fit anywhere. They just work. Yeah, and it's it looks gorgeous, the effect is awesome, and you don't have to worry about again buying multiple things because that was the biggest thing, is I did not want to put together five or six purple suns, but I want to make sure that I have the option to play them with whatever army I want. So by doing it that way where you're basing the spell as opposed to basing to match your army and making a little extra effort and make it look cool, it then becomes something a little more. I don't know if Herner's listening, but Herner, if you're listening, that's fantastic. And get in touch with me because we need to Skype one night so I can see this stuff and you can talk to me about it too. Yeah, so I've got my cogs done. I've got the maelstrom done. I'm working on the spell portals next, and it's... It looks great. I mean, I am not a particularly good hobbyist by any stretch of the imagination, comparatively speaking to Herner, but then few are. Yeah. So, but even I got them to look halfway decent. So, if anybody can do it, it's definitely possible. Herner, he's our man. If he can't do it, no one can. Oh, yeah. And it looks great. And this stuff is so cheap. Like, I picked up a gigantic tub of it for less than six bucks. So nice. It's very cool. Um, and then I also picked up uh, about 40 Grot Scuttlings from Silver Tower. It's a Christian wear. So kudos, Chris. Really appreciate the hookup. 
uh, so I can continue to work on my new Grot. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else hobby-wise. That's pretty much been it. How about you? I am three-quarters of the way through episode three out of four of How to Paint Nagash. Uh, that guy. Be- because as you know, I've been following the Duncan video and taking my sweet time and going very carefully and trying to do what he did and get it together. And I've got everything done except the sword and the books and the armor. And I know that doesn't sound like much, but I got everything else, all the bone, uh, the, the, the robes, the clothes, the ghosts. Uh, the ghosts, yeah. I, I'm not, I'm gonna, I'm not going to lie. Um, I keep looking at the ghosts, and they went from that dark green to green, and I think I might have put a little too much green. I wanted them to kind of go more white at the end, like with all the other stuff, and they didn't. They kind of went to green and stayed green all around. Uh, yeah. I'm probably going to leave it that way, even though I'm not pleased with it. Only because I, I don't know how to fix it, and I don't want to screw it up, and I've put so much time into it so far. I'm just going to leave it, and then once other people see it, if they get suggestions, maybe I can figure a way to kind of lighten it up without messing it up. But uh, I'm almost done with him. Like, I, I plan to be done with him this week, and I'm super excited because I have learned so much watching this video. Like, Lamian Median has become my friend. Um, watching how he does the transitions from the robes into the spirits, I now know that I can go back to my Celestine Prime and do the transitions on the swirlies from the dark purples to the light blues. Like, I don't... Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, oh, that's how that works? I can do that. So, like, I'm kind of stoked. And I've been working on that. And um, I made all these bases for the skeletons. I'm not certain if I'm going to do that or if I'm going to go with the night pure night haunt. If I do, I need to figure out the basing for them because a lot of that stuff is slotted based and I already glued it into the base and now I'm going to have to break the base off and buy new bases because I, I, I want to base them all with this stone floor basing that I made. Not that they live in Shadespire, but I you know I, I got the Green Stuff World roller and I got all this Milliput and I made them all. And now it's like I, I really want to do custom basing as well. I'm... I'm I'm trying to take this to be, I'm, I'm, you know, you always want every army you do to be a little better than the last one. And mm-hmm. my and my Stormcast are the best army I've done so far. It's very clean. You know, it looks pretty decent. As I'm going in and adding in the decals and stuff like that, it's good. But the basing's not great, and there's not a lot of transitions. It's just really bright, strong, solid. I mean, it looks like the stuff in, it doesn't look exactly like the stuff in the book, you know, because the, those... Those guys are really good, but it's 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 pretty good, you know. For all things being equal, I thought I did a pretty good job. Um, but now this Death Army, I'm trying all sorts of new techniques, and I really want to take it up to that level where if I bring it to Wapaka, you know, no, do I get a nomination for best painted? No, that's that that that's, that would be stupid. Um, but just so people go by and it's like, whoa, that's that's pr-, you know, I'd like it to be at least thought of as pretty good in a room full of really really good stuff. You know, mm-hmm. as opposed to people just walk by and go, oh, yeah, you know. So that's kind of where I am at with it. Um, I should be actually painting up some of this new Stormcast stuff because I've got a tournament a one day or at Gen Con next week. But uh, that's, uh, I don't know. This is where we get to. I guess that's kind of all my hobby right now. So... 
if we do jump over to, I guess we're going to just all jump to gaming. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, I I don't I don't know what I'm doing. All right. You know. Can, can I? No, I mean, I always joke around and say I don't know what I'm doing, and I have like, I, and hey, I mean, when I'm playing in the tournaments and stuff, I, I stick around the mid tables, and I'm content with that. I'm not looking, I'm not looking to bring a Schwanti list and 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 smash face and and come home and have shelves and shelves of hardware for all the tournaments I've won. That's not my game, you know. Yeah, but I don't even know what to do. Like, I want to build a, a, some new lists, but it's like some of these models that I'm looking at that are really cool that I wanted to do aren't out yet. Uh, and do I want to just rush through and do these other things? Like, I'm really, I've got, uh, I mean, my tournament at Gen Con, today is Monday. My tournament is a week from Thursday. And I'm really thinking about dropping out at this point. Like, I don't know what lists, I don't know what to take. I don't know if I can paint the stuff in time, even if I want like uh, my endless spells or this. Like, I just feel amazingly unprepared. And I, <sighs> there's too much. There is too much. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. And it's like, I know if I get a few more games under my belt, I'll be comfortable. But do I want to pack up my Battle Foam 1520XL giant ass box or t- thing, lug everything to Indiana, pull it all out, and not even really, and just get face dumped because I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, I can play the game, but I just, I don't, I mean, I suppose I could just bring my old 2,000 point list and, and cross my fingers and pray for the best, but... It's like, do I want to get raffle stomped all day because I'm still playing first edition Age of Sigmar, or do I just want to not worry about it and go around and do all sorts of cool things at Gen Con? Like that's well, that's how bad I'm feeling right now. Like total hobby high gaming. Like I just feel like I don't. I'm, it's it's awful. I it's awful. Yeah. Well, I think, and we can kind of get into this when we talk about our main topic tonight, but. I think you should play, and I think you and I can put a list together that I think you'd be happy playing, and go from there with the models that you have painted, because you're playing Stormcast. Of course. So, there's not a lot in there that's not usable. Well, that's true. (laughs) There's definitely some things you may want to add if you've got the time to get a wizard in there, an encanter or something, you don't even need a comment or whatever, but... Just something to do, and it can be done. And I think you'll feel better once you start playing the game, learning the new mechanics, like on a more on a regular, regular, yeah, yeah. Oh well, I mean, okay. On a, on a nicer note too. Now, um, you know, Brandon came over, and Brandon's going to be playing with me. But Brandon hasn't. I don't think. I think he's played one game in this, so we're both sort of like the blind leading the blind. But um, now, a uh, guy we know, Tom Holland who is uh, a, a guy from UGG. Uh, he, when we had Friday Night Warhammer, like he brought his son, and so he was always playing with the other... Uh, you remember I told you about the kids who would come and play? It was, yeah. Tom's kid was one of the kids. And mm-hmm. so Tom was always there sort of overseeing those games while I was either playing, giving demo games of the new 40K, me giving demo games of the new 40K, or showing people how to play Shadespire. He and I have never actually played a game together. Like, it never worked out. Like, either we had other things set up, or one of us couldn't make it. We've always sort of been missing each other, but he definitely wants to play. And uh, I was at uh, Gift of Games today, uh, demoing Star Wars Legion for people. And um, I mentioned last time on the show that I'd be there, and this dude, Nick, uh, showed up. 
and just because he heard on the show I'd be there. And he came on and hanging out, and he's like, he does a lot of painting, but he doesn't have a lot of time to play. And I, so I, I gave him my contact info. I'm like, dude, get in touch because we got some guys here who want to play. So, like, the Warhammer community is building back up around here again. The at mm-hmm. least the Age of Sigmar. So I'm excited about that, and I will. I'll be getting more games in, but I just I feel like. I mean, and, and I appreciate your offer for help, and I should have asked you for it earlier, but we were all busy, and you had a tournament, and I'm just sitting here this weekend going, oh, I don't know. And like, if you can't tell, like I said, I'm overtired, I'm hopped up on caffeine, I am hyperkinetic at the moment, so if I seem like I'm, everything's either the end of the world or the second coming, that's just, I'm, I can't help it right now. It's okay. But, but um, yeah. I really think that jumping in head first is the way to go. Yeah, maybe. You may well, you're probably right. You usually are. Yep. See, that's I need that's the, the co-host ha- you have to got to have a color commentator and a guy who knows the game. That's how you that's how you call it. And you're the voice of reason. You're the guy As who long knows as the you game. don't compare me to Troy Aikman or Joe Buck, we are good. Oh no, see, I'm thinking more just I was thinking more along the lines of like you know, Pat Hughes and Ron Santo. You know, calling the Cubs game. You got one guy who knows the game and one guy who sits around and makes jokes and, and talks about how much he loves it. Uh-huh. See, I, I I don't know if you're a Cubs or Sox fan. That might have been a bad thing. I don't know. Um, I am a fan of Chicago. So am I. My, given my druthers, it sucks. Okay. Well, then that's then those other two guys that I never listened to. So. It's okay. I don't listen to them either. <laughs> um, so... Uh, all right. So then, yeah. Okay. So after the show, if we've got time, you'll we'll or else maybe tomorrow you'll talk to me about or send me something on list so I can oh, start looking sure. at things. Beautiful. Absolutely. And here's I, like I said, and I don't I don't want to go. I'm not looking to go there with something. You know that I I I don't want to go. I don't want to pull that thing I did with the 40k guys at at uh, at PACA last year. You know what I'm saying? I'm I don't. Mm-hmm. And I know people, I mean, some people are bringing guns to the fight. I don't care if I bring a knife or a gun to the fight. I just want to bring something that, you know, I don't want to I don't want to play the game and look like if Tyson was fighting an infant. You know, I don't want to be like just smashed, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. And so, there's definitely a good way to do that. And we will do that with your stuff. Excellent. Thank you. Because I'm just, and then I looked, oh, it's, there's so much. I mean, this, this, this is a, this is a careful what you wish for thing. I mean, as long as I've been in this game, we're like, oh, I wish they would release stuff faster. And now I'm drowning. Yes. And so that's where we're at. So, okay. Uh, what about you for gaming? You were at Domus's awesome tournament from what I heard. I heard it was awesome. I, didn't, I, was, I was painting. It was. Uh, so I was just at Midwest Meltdown. That was just over this last weekend. Yep, yep. Uh, and it was 27 players last year. And this year, I believe the number was 57. So... He had a full double. 60, but he had like three drops, right? So, yeah. yeah. So, 57 players uh, going through it. So, it's more than double, which is amazing. And it was a really great time to get to see a lot of people. I uh, saw the Indianapolis crew. Uh, big shout out to Nick True and uh, Dominic Reitman and Dan Clements. And I got to play Dan my first game. We hadn't played in a really long time. 
Uh, and that was just a really good way to start the weekend. So kudos and thanks for the game, Dan. And then obviously Domus, Kevin, uh, Fleming, Tom McClure for running everything. And then I uh, saw, yeah, McClure was playing against Joe Giroux, wasn't he? That jackal. Yeah, that jackal. I actually ended up playing against that jackal. Did Joe. you? Uh, yeah, the two of us are on table four. What is game he? Four. What was he playing? What was he? Okay, you're gonna. This is gonna take you a minute to process because I couldn't figure it out either. Um, he was playing mixed chaos. Of course, his, I, ha- I, I had a feeling. Yeah, his general was a lord on a juggernaut. Okay. He had Valkia the Bloody. Okay. A corn demon prince with wings. Okay. Uh, Festus the Leech Lord. Wow. He had an yeah. all-star cast. All these named people. Bellacor. Okay. A Vermin Lord Deceiver. Okay. That's the ninja rat. Right. Uh, t- two units of 20 Marauders, 10 Blood Reavers, 5 Blood Warriors, a Rattling Gun, and 10 Dogs, and 5... Hellstriders. Okay, so he had a bunch of big named monsters, and then he had a bunch of little MSU stuff. Yeah, and uh, you—he was game four. He was on table four. Yeah, he was three and zero going into games, going into day two. What a jackal! I know. Oh man, that you know, I love that. I love when you when you see somebody taking a list that you just I haven't. I haven't seen that at all. I haven't seen anything like that. And I, I thought I thought Brian the Hobby Killer had a really diverse list when he came to Adepticon with all his different things. Yeah, the mixed order bombshell. Yeah, but uh, Joe's list it had a lot of weird synergy pieces that you wouldn't think would go together. That when played correctly, actually work because all of his Marauders were marked corn. So he could get the benefit from his general's command ability. Right. And that's the plus one to wound. So he did all that. He had the ninja rat hopping around, popping people that got too close. Or if he had a particular threat that needed to get shanked, that's what he did. And then Bellacor was there to provide spell support and to screw over your big monster. With his uh, ability to say on a four... On a one to three, every time you try to do something, it fails. Okay. So he had a list that on paper it looks weird. On the table it looks weirder. <laughs> then you actually play it and it's really effective. Nice. I think he finished like eighth out of 57. Um, so he was right up there doing good work. So. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and then the big story of the weekend was five Nagashes. Four of them were from Detroit um, because that's what they do. So, <laughs> and yeah, it hey. was it was funny to see them all together, the five of them playing Nagash. But uh, it was just kind of like, really, really. Yeah, you so, know, you get them all together, and it's like one big Nagash hole. Yeah, you know, bad. So, um, so we had that and bread though. Brad and Nagash took best overall, I heard. Yep. And Brad Andrea Nagash got best painted, that. right? Andrea did with her absolutely gorgeous deep kin. That's that's um, awesome. Yes. Talk about a Warhammer power couple. That's just 
that's awesome. Yes. And then we had Odin Gate 2018. Uh, Bryce Scholes from Milwaukee, from the Milwaukee, now Detroit crew. Okay. Uh, I guess he got traded or something. Uh, Happens. But he brought his dog Odin down to the tournament, and Odin won Best Sports. Um, and by that, I mean Bryce won Best Sports, and he actually deserved it. But, um, yeah, the doggo didn't hurt anything. So. <laughs> yeah, he's a, an adorable little corgi. Uh, oh, he's geez. only a couple of months old. so Everybody likes a corgi. Unless you yes. don't like dogs. Then maybe in, not. But In which case, you're wrong. But that's besides the point. Um, and then the weekend before, I saw some of the old guard, like Joe Sloboda, uh, Dave Coolis, John Whitney, we got together and played Arcadia Quest, if you've ever played. Yeah? Yeah, we'd spent a whole day just running through a campaign. Cool. And it was a lot of fun. So, yeah, that's been the gaming. Do you got any other? Um, no, you know what? It's summer. Um, i just been watching Big Brother <laughs> for my other. Uh, uh, okay, I did do, okay, uh, I, I got some recommendations, though, uh, from Audible. Uh, Jim Butcher, the Harry Dresden novels, he just dropped out Briefcases, which is a clever way, Briefcases, short stories written by other authors in the Dresden mm-hmm. world. Um, it's I, I haven't gotten to it yet, but, I mean, come on, it's Jim Butcher, it's Harry Dresden. There's only three books left in this series, I believe, that are supposed to come out. Um, I'm not rushing the man or trying to say he needs to rush. The guy's, you know, he's got a life, you know. But it's nice to get some new Harry Dresden stuff. Uh, John Ringo, who is another author who uh, he's got, uh, he's been writing in the Monster Hunter world. And the final book in his trilogy, Monster Hunter Memoirs, came out. Uh, so if you like the Monster Hunter Larry Korea world, very good stuff. Um, and I've been, I've been watching Annihilation a lot. That science fiction movie I told you about. Yeah. I'm still, I can't get enough of it. It's the so, Natalie Portman one. Yeah. And it's not for everybody, but I, I watched the movie and I was just amazed because I, I don't remember seeing a science fiction movie like this before. And then I got the area X, trilogy um i got the uh whole series uh by the way audible you can get the whole series it's the whole trilogy for one credit and it's uh it's like 26 hours for the whole all three books um i like devoured it and then when i got done i was like what did i just listen to because it's not like anything else i've, re- I've read or listened to in science fiction books actually started looking up like theories and stuff like that, that for P- and it led me to like a Goodreads group that had something like twelve or thirteen hundred, you know, uh, you know, entries into this thread about people just talking about this book and the symbolism and what they think it meant. Um, because this is one of those science fiction books that did something you never see. Here's an alien race. We don't understand it. And guess what? I'm not going to explain it all to you the whole thing so that it's all packaged up in a neat bow because it's an alien race. And there's a, there's a good possibility that if we meet something like this, it's so different from us that we just can't understand it. And it's one of the coolest things. I just, I cannot recommend this enough. If you're into that sort of thing, it's, it's, it's different. But if you, 
if you if you give it a chance, you, I I think a lot I, I think a lot of people would really enjoy it if you give it a chance. Oh, also, um, I've been I've just finished season two of Legion on FX, which is another Marvel. It's like one of those Marvel comics that are like on their. That's not the mainstream MCU stuff. It's sort of their weird side comics, you know. Um, sure. And it's that show's awesome. Uh, it's only got two seasons. It's on FX, so if you go to like FX Now or FX whatever their their app is, you can watch both seasons. Um, it's hard to explain. It starts off and he's in an institution. They think he's crazy. He hears voices, and it turns out he's one of the most powerful mutants on the planet. Uh, he can he can hear everybody's thoughts, and that's why he thinks he's they, he, they think he's hearing voices in his head. He actually can hear other people's thoughts, and he's got other weird powers. And um, he finds out that no, he's a mutant, and it's just the way they film this show, the way they record it, the way they put it together. Um, the narration in it, the way the, it's just, it's, it's not like any of the other stuff you've seen. It's nothing like the MCU movies. It's not even like the Marvel stuff that's on Netflix. It's a completely its own animal. And if you like something that's a little different, um, it's, it's pretty cool. I am, I am totally hooked. Uh, the season one cliffhanger left me wanting season two and um, season two cliffhanger is even worse than season one. I am so jonesing for next year to get the next episode. So that's all of my other. What about you? Uh, so we'll just keep it short and sweet. I tried to watch uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Did you just say try? Yeah. Um, I just didn't want to pay to rent it. Uh, that was really about oh, it. Okay. Um, you need to watch it then, with us in a group. You need to watch it in a group with a bunch of. No, no. I need to watch it so I can process it. Okay. And actually enjoy my movie experience and not have you know a bunch of fanboys fanboying out while I'm trying to take it all in. I gotcha. Okay. So we have that, and then uh, I ended up watching instead Justice League, which was a mistake because. Yes. You know how much I love DC and how much I adore Batman. And I know. Even I, I, I adore the Batman, oh, too. They're not good, and I want them to be good. And the Justice League was just the worst. That anime, everything looked like a cartoon. Like, it literally yes. looked fake. This is, like, bad early. You know what? The, this That CGI was on par with that crappy Van Helsing movie with Hugh Jackman as agree. Van Helsing. It's that bad. And it's like, dude, you have like $100 million. Why can't you make that guy look real? He, uh, what's his name? Um, Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf looked like, I swear to God, I thought when he came on screen, I'm like, who just stole, they just stole something out of, uh, out of uh, Elder Scrolls. Not Elder, yeah, Elder Scrolls. Uh, Like, uh, not even Skyrim, the one before it. Like, this is bad. This is like decent video game. Graphics is what it is. It's like good video game graphics, which don't cut it in a movie. No. Oh, oh. I, I mean, the re- there are redeeming parts to Justice League. Just oh, some parts are fun. I mean, when 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 the Flash is trying to get around Superman and Superman starts tracking him, that was great. 
Yeah. And Ezra Miller is, it's great. Love it. But he was stealing um, scenes left and right. He was great. It was just, it was definitely a bit of a letdown because I've been wanting to see like a Jared Leto and Ben Affleck Batman Joker movie uh, with obviously uh, Harley, but I don't know. I don't know anymore. No, you know, because Suicide Squad was not too good either. Um, the extended version was much better, but... The extended version was only a few minutes longer, and it was better, but it's still not great. I will say this. I, I just, blame Will Smith. I just saw that... Well, yeah, because he wouldn't even wear the mask. Because I'm Will Smith, you got to see my face. Um, have you seen the preview for Shazam? No, because I hate Shazam. Okay, watch the preview anyway. Because somebody took a hint from Marvel. Because it's bright... And it's sunny, and it looks kind of funny. And it looks like, oh my god, it's upbeat, and it's not dark, and it's not brooding, and it looks great. Unlike that preview for Titans, which is sure. like the weird... E- oh, uh, DC is doing its own like Netflix, you know, because yeah. everyone is. And they're, the big show that they're going to be premiering on it is Titans, which is like Teen Titans without Cyborg... But just looks a lot more emo, and uh, oh no, it doesn't look. I mean, in the first thirty seconds, Robin shows up, and they say, "Where's Batman?" And he says, "F Batman," except he doesn't say it that way. Wow! Uh, I was like, "What? Okay. No, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, no." I mean, if he was like Nightwing, I think that would be a little more accurate. But well, when he was still in um, Teen Titans, he was still Robin, so he didn't right, Nightwing right. yet. But exactly. So, um, <sighs> but and then. Karen and I went and saw the Mr. Rogers documentary. Strongly recommend it. How many times did you cry during that documentary? Just once. I, I, I'm made of stern stuff. Uh, not me. Uh, I, I, I we know. fell apart a couple times in that movie. It was beautiful. I loved it. Yeah. Um, but regardless, uh, we should also probably get to our main topic because our guest is on a limited schedule. Oh, so okay. Right. Get Let's to take a break shortly. because, yeah, oh my God, the news in the toolbox have taken us. 50 minutes? Oh, my Lord. 40 minutes? Yeah. Whatever. We just rambled. I so, can't help it. Anyway. Uh-huh. All right. So we're going to take a break, and then we'll be back with uh, Patrick Gannon. He is the host of Grimdark Live, and he's also the tournament organizer for the Age of Sigmar team tournament at Dragonfall this year. So we'll be taking a break, and then we'll be back with him. Finally looking to start your rebasing project? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some new and interesting resin terrain? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some fancy acrylic counters to keep track of wounds or maybe some other statistical anomalies? Six Squared Studios. Maybe you need a new rack for your paint? Six Squared Studios. Well then look no further. What you need is Six Squared Studios. They ship worldwide with domestic shipping for both the U.S. and Canada. Six Squared Studios. That's right, Six Squared Studios. That's the number six, squaredstudios.ca. When your gaming needs go beyond your basic dice, tape measure, models, and paints, think Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Now all your base are belong from them. 
And we are back. Back, back, back. And we have a guest. Don't we, we do. Yeah, yeah. We do. So we have uh, with us today. Uh, so for those that don't know him, this is Pat Gannon. Uh, he is the host of Grimdark Live. He is also the tournament organizer for the team event at Dragonfall for Age of Sigmar this year. So we thought it would be nice to have him on, talk to him about his show and what we're doing for tournaments in Age of Sigmar. So, Pat, how are you? I am doing outstanding, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. I, I, I am just absolutely enamored and, and flattered to be here. And it's uh, I, I hope that I can uh, I can contribute something that isn't going to lower your approval rating with all the, uh, the, the community out there. That's kind of hard oh. since I'm on the show. <laughs> no, thank you guys so much for, uh, for for having me. I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. So, uh, before we get into the technical mumbo-jumbo, uh, we should probably take a moment to plug your program, because you have a weekly webcast on YouTube. I do, I do. Yeah, it's called Grimdark Live. Uh, we cover everything. Uh, well, everything from from the uh, the, the social gaming aspect of um, AOS and 40K. And uh, we broadcast 7.30 Central Standard Time uh, every Thursday, or try to, uh, depending on uh, schedules and, and whatnot. Sometimes life gets in the way. But yeah, we, we try to cover everything uh, concerning dice, dragons, demons, and dwarves in the, uh, the AOS and 40K world. And, uh, and, and sometimes we, uh, we offend people, and uh, we laugh about it afterwards, but we're really apologetic when it comes right down to it. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, so- and, you know, and we've, had, we've had you on the show a couple of times, Alex, yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I was just about to say. So... Uh, it's a good show, I and mean, there's still. It's not like some of the other, like the bigger uh, YouTube shows, but it's still a good quality show. Just guys that are excited and passionate about what they're doing, talking about Thank miniatures, you. which is not a bad thing. No, at not all. at all. You know, when 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 you're when you're uh, when when you're pushing little plastic, uh, uh, you know, miniatures across the table, you know, we, we try to give a little personality to it. And you know, thank you for those kind words, Alex. I mean, coming from yeah. you, that's that's huge because you know you're such a huge you know staple in the community, and you do so much to to the community, and um and and to hear that is uh, is is great. And thank you so much. But yeah, you know, we we try to look at it from a from a personal standpoint. You know, we we try to get away from the uh the, the war scroll aspect of it, or you know, the, the and and you know the tactic. Of of it mainly because we're all idiot savants and we, we can't really hold our own. You know, we, we, we drop more dice on the table than we do on the floor than we do on the table. But, but no, it's, um, it, it's, it's, it's something we try to approach from the, the, the social aspect of it. I'm sure if you guys have, have, have heard our, our little show, we, we talk more about the social contract of gaming and, and trying to make sure that uh, our opponent and ourselves are having a, having a good time and, remember, and remembering that it's, it's, it's a, it's a hobby as well as a game. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think the important thing to understand about the show is that you guys are coming at it from the positive perspective oh. of it. It's not just another show that people get on and complain about things. It's talking about the positive and the really good aspects of the game and the people and the community. So that is Thank you. Yeah. one of the big things yeah. to pay attention to. Yep. So, yep. Um, That's and what we try to do. Yeah. So you and I uh, got roped in. To helping at Dragonfall this year, um, iron so, hooked and cabled, more like yeah, yeah. That it was a. <laughs> I mean, Mike's a, Mike Lager, the organizer. He's a real good salesman. He really knows what he's doing. Um, he runs a really good event. Um, you've played in it last year. I ran it last yep. year for the Age of Sigmar, and I think we did okay. Yes, uh, I, I, I got to tell you, I, I, I had a blast. There was a little thousand point little popper and, uh, I, I played in that. And you know, what's funny is 
is I kind of I kind of got involved with it at the last minute. Um, Evan, my son, and I, uh, who's who's by the way, a hell of a better, much much better player than I am. But um, I, I think I think when you were on the show, I think is how we were talking about it. And I said, Dragonfall, I'm going to go check this out. St. Charles, not too far away. So I went up there, not really expecting much because you know you had kind of said, you know, I'm putting this together. It's kind of a new thing, and uh, and of course, you know, the 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 the, the tournament, the convention is fairly new. And yeah. I went up there, and Alex, I got to tell you, I had a rip. I met so many wonderful people, and and I got to tell you, you you ran a heck of a tournament while playing the ringer. So I, I got to tell you, bud, you know, it, again, your your professionalism exceeds you, buddy. Honestly. So, well, thank you. But we had such a rip run success last year that we were invited back this year to expand. And going into this. Um, I knew that AOS 2 was coming, and I was getting ready for it, getting ready for it. So you're coming in from kind of a fresh perspective on Age of Sigmar 2 Oh yeah, in yep. the tournament environment. And you and I had chatted a little bit before about some of the concerns as a TO that you have to watch out for yep. going into this new environment. Mm-hmm. So I figured we could talk about those, kind of address those concerns. and Yeah. Uh, yeah. From a player perspective, too. So obviously, that's where Dave will be coming in. Um, cool. I don't know if you're playing <laughs> this year, but um, but just as someone who is coming into it for the first time as a tournament player for AOS 2, um, and we're talking about that with Gen Con earlier, you see, tie-in, look at me go. Um, so I figured that would be a good thing to talk about. So <laughs> going, yeah, see, I, I got skills to pay the bills. Come get your thrills. Ooh, got the skills um, to pay the bills. I got the skills to pay the bills. I had I that on Laserdisc. All the Beastie Boys videos on Laserdisc. I'm aging and dating myself. but We know. I'm a, the only thing that's running through my head right now is sabotage. That's all that's running through my head right now. That works. That's okay. <laughs> all right. So um, real quick, I guess. So what were some of the things that you were looking at going into two with running a tournament now? Pat. Oh, you know, I guess let me let me kind of back up because you know I, I need to kind of make sure that I I, I answer that competently uh, and, and not not as uh, sideways as I've got the propensity to do so. You know, sure. You know, for me it's important because I, I really try to live up to the to to the social aspect of it. I try to have fun and laugh, and and usually I'm the loudest guy in the room, and and I try to do that because you know I, I really appreciate the hobby, the community, I, I've, the people I've met, and you know, running tournaments, you know, or, or in this case events, I guess uh, it does a lot for for the gaming scene as a whole. And I think it introduces new players to the game. It pushes people to paint their armies and provides a gathering point for players in the area and, and gives some fun competition, you know. But but many players, you know, they don't have the time to commit to, say, weekly leagues and regular plays. So this gives them the chance to get out there and, and get a lot of games in a short period of time. And that's why I think it's important on to us as TOs to make sure that each event is memorable. And and when we um, and, and when the game, I guess I should say, for the most part, as in the case of Age of Sigmar, is so extensively altered as it has been in 2.0, this poses a real challenge. And, and and I'd like to go on the record publicly and blame Nagash for all this, that bastard. But but you know, Nagash is really. I got to tell you, hold he's on, really I'm just going to go put my Nagash model back in the closet. <laughs> here, you know, what, and and I got to tell you, after after some of the things I saw in Midwest Meltdown, put that thing in the way back of your closet, please. But you know, he, he's really he, in the storyline he's really made it a bitch to run a tournament since uh, since his malign importance <laughs> have fundamentally altered the nature of things here in 2.0 right i mean look yeah. 
here it is, guys. It, it's still our commitment to the community. The social contract, as we, as I said, we all talk about, you know, grimdark lives. See, I'm not the only one that can plug something, man. Uh, for, 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 for me, the, 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 the player's experience is paramount, you know, and I've been giving this more and more thought recently because for me, October is right around the corner and I'll be finding myself running a team tournament ahead of your championship tournament uh, at Dragonfall this year. And for me, running an event in Age of Sigmar 2.0, you know, how to make that event successful and satisfying for the players. Hopefully by then, uh, it, it can, it can be for me more of a, of a, of a solid foundation of knowledge and comfort. And, and, and I'm sure I'll get there. But yes, the real question and the real challenge is how these tournaments and, and these events in Age of Sigmar 2.0, how are they going to be run? And it's the different, it's a different game now. Uh, maybe not drastically, but, but enough to where, I admire TOs like like most recently Domus at Midwest Meltdown for for sort of spearheading, if you will, the, the first somewhat major event in, in the new 2.0 rules. Am I am I wrong in saying that, Alex? I mean, you were there, right? I was there. How did um, that go? It went. It was awesome. Uh, now Nagash, I you now to address that concern, he did run wild <laughs> over the weekend. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but I think the biggest thing that hasn't been taken into account yet is counters to the Nagash meta, as it were. Shoot Shoot him. Yeah. That is exactly Shoot him a lot. And that was not very prevalent in the tournament as a whole. Yeah. There was not a lot of shooting armies. There was one Karajan Overlord that didn't get to him. So... Yeah, that'll happen. KO is a really hard counter to Nagash. And people... I know... Some of the KO players will grumble because that's what Dwarden do, but that is a really hard counter to Nagash. And with some of the changes that came out in the FAQ that dropped today, uh, particularly right. relating to the spell portal, mm-hmm. uh, particularly relating to the Geminids. So there's some stuff in there where he suddenly isn't as obnoxious as he was. And I think once people start adjusting their list by the time it gets to our event to deal with him, I don't think he's going to be as prevalent as we think he is right now. That's what you love no. hearing. Yeah, that guy. Okay, yeah, he's not that obnoxious. That's always the guy you want to hang out with at the party. <laughs> he's not yeah. that obnoxious. Yeah. Well, great. You know, he'll still be tough. Don't don't let's not sugarcoat it here, but he'll be less what he is by the time it rolls around to another event. No, I, I think that's see the outcome and change their list building. There, there is a target. There is a target on Nagash's bony ass bigger, bigger than 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 the Quad Cities. I mean, you know, I think I think we've seen it for a long time. Even in the previous edition, Nagash was no bum. And at eight hundred points, I got to tell you, if you can if you can get him off the table at sixteen wounds with a three plus save, uh, if you can get that 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 big bony bastard off the table, I, I think you're going to do a lot of damage to anyone else's you know army and momentum in their army because at that at that rate at a two thousand point game, what are you going to have in there? Like another banshee or something? You're you're, um, you're not really going to have any other characters of significance. But but I, I guess I, I took a left turn at Albuquerque and started interviewing you, which was extremely rude. Sorry about that, Alex. <laughs> but, you're fine. But yeah, so going back to that, I mean, you know, the, the challenge for 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 a TO and organizing and having a, a successful tournament, I guess, would be the the choreograph of the the new game mechanics with the old familiar feel, right? I mean, 
when when so much has changed, it's important for the TO to maintain the flow of the game. I guess for the sake of the player's experience. And then what I mean, and I won't get into it. You know, I don't think this is the time or place. But you know, when when you look at you know specifically Magic, for instance, you know, let's start there. If you really want to talk about how to how to prepare for a tournament, I mean, that's changed. That's a massive overhaul to how you know Magic now works. And yeah. how do you how do you account for that in scenarios or or you know how do you how do you how do you do certain things? And that's kind of what I'm working on right now for October. I've got some ideas, and I think that um, uh, I think they're going to go pretty well. But I mean, when 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 you've got new spell lores for for each of the mortal realms that can be accessed and used by all the factions, when you've got unbinding ranges now up to thirty inches, the default spells of the of, of say Mystic Shield and Arcane Bolt are now pretty much weaker, crappier, however you want to put it, you know, and that's, that's for obvious reasons, right? That's to encourage more of us to use the unique spells, uh, malign sorcery, you know, right? The endless spells, I guess I'm sitting here staring at my, uh, my malign sorcery box here on my desk and I completely just glazed over it. But you know, the, the endless spells, you know, those things remain on the table. There's 13 of them, right? Yeah. 13 of them. And these, these endless spells, you know, they, they have a point cost. So there's some limiting factors there to make sure you get those incorporated into your, into your army. But, you know, there's a lot of challenges. And, and, you know, and for someone like myself, that's, that's really just kind of cannonballing into this thing, you know, um, I have to come to ready pretty quick because, you know, you know, Alex, I got professionals like you out there that have been, you know, running this gauntlet for a year already. But yeah, I would say that, um, to, to now that I got all that, that window dressing, Palaba out of the way. I think that the, the 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 biggest thing is know the basics. You know, get the basics down. Understand what the game is, and understand what the game has become. And yeah. from yeah, and, and from that standpoint, you know, you can be present and attentive in front of you in front of the players, um, because I think that's the biggest challenge. And and did now did Domus have have time into this as well? Do you, are, are you aware of that? Do you know? What do you mean? Well, as far as you know, uh, you know, getting 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 himself involved with uh, with um, uh, Age of Sigmar 2.0, because I mean, really, the spirit. Yeah. Had, so, had okay. Dumas is one of the other playtesters. Oh, okay. Uh, he is one of the faithful. Um, so we knew in advance. It's kind of like how we've been able to prep it. Now, granted, we're coming at it from a different angle because we've been playing for this rule set for a while. So we've known that this was coming. But the big thing is to try to adapt some of the random elements to a tournament. Um, like the Realmscapes is one of the big ones for each of the scenarios. Um, because if you let that roll to chance, it can really screw up a lot of things. If you bring sure. a gun line and your shooting range is now suddenly six inches, right? that's a little rough. So you, yeah. you have to preload that. Um, so this way it's encouraging a mixed list more than an extreme list something that's a little more well-rounded and balanced so mm-hmm. how we've been looking at it is to predetermine the realmscapes then give players access to all the spells because the ones like nagash is an extreme case but the rest of the armies benefit so much from having those extra seven spells to sure. compensate for the holes in their army now, the biggest thing that I found over the weekend was having to flip between three different books <laughs> for the Realmscape features from the main rulebook, the additional spells from Align Sorcery, and then you have the scenario out of the GHB or the player packet. So right. for that, what a lot of people have done is they've taken uh, like either pictures on their phones of the realms and spells before they go into it, uh, so this way they can just quick reference their phone. Or they made little cheat sheets, uh, small photocopies of those realms 
and there's spells from malign sorcery, so it's, it's easier to flip back and forth between them. Sure. So, so. The big thing is Workshop wanted to create a sandbox that we still had with AOS 1. That's why not everything is in one book. It's this way events, players can play with what they want from respective books and not just be forced into one thing. Yeah, and, and I do like the fact that they, they – I think they did a good job with the books. You know, the books aren't over the top like, say, 7th edition 40K. I do like the fact that they're – that, you know, you can, you can still say you had to flip through two or three different books and not, and not say that while swearing. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, think, I think the way that they, that they did that is great. But, yeah, I, you know, um, I, I think, you know, it's funny. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm still tying things together that, that my mind hadn't even gone to the Realmscapes yet. You know, so, so that's actually a, a great point. You got me actually taking notes right now, if you want to know the truth. But, um, you know, yeah, I, I mean, I'm still trying to, uh, you know, balance the scenario and gameplay between, you know, the, the, the new terrain rules, the turn priorities, the, you know, um, not really so much the command abilities and points. Cause I found that one to be the easiest thing really, uh, yes. as far as how to assimilate. I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of podunk, but, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, when, when you, when you get into that, you know, how, how do you recognize that? I mean, off the top of my head, if, if you, if, if I can, if I can kind of really bring the, uh, the intellectual value of the show down here a little bit. Um, once again, that's, that's not, that's, that's hard to do. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it, it, it's when, when, when you look at, when you look at how, you know, um, I would think that the, 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 the 101 level to really run a successful tournament is, you know, obviously you're going to want to hit yourself up to the, the general's handbook 2018. I would have to say that, um, you know, you're, you're going to want to look at the different realms and, uh, you know, uh, maybe have a, you know, the realm rules, you know, will be, will be relevant to the beginning of each round. You know, whether you're going to be in, you know, Shaish, is it going to be the, the, the haunted realm and, and so on and so forth and try to build it from that way and then maybe have some type of an accompaniment to the General's Handbook 2018. But I think, I think this is really going to be, you know, for, for, well, for a neophyte like myself, it's really going to be a, an opportunity, a real challenge to make it a seamless, um, a seamless, uh, event. But that's why I said in the beginning, you know, I have to look at it from, from not having really, you know, time to, to really absorb it. Um, until the, the herd kind of got into it was, um, you know, getting, getting down those, those basics, you know, understanding where, where the game came from, uh, which, you know, is, is going to help me, you know, really get my th- little, my little three game, you know, team event, you know, off the air to, to really be a good table setter for, for what is going to be the championship, which by the way, I did, you know, Mike, uh, was telling me that, uh, it, both, uh, both events have, uh, have done tremendously well. Congratulations. Yeah. Man. yeah you too. And I think we'll, come to that right at the end of it. Uh, but as far as like running events, um, so putting the packets together is obviously something that's very important and all the details need to be in there. Um, and then as far as like the endless spells, there was a lot of changes that happened today with the FAQ. And I know that was something that had come up was how do you address endless spells? How do you address all this extra stuff? And at the point that this comes, that this event happens, we will be, what, like three and a half months into AOS 2? Yes, half, that is months. true. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's I found true. that the best way to go about this is not to change a lot and just to let the game play. And realistically, going into it, when we switched from 
8th edition to Age of Sigmar, we had an adjustment period where we were still learning the rules, still going through it. So I think it's going to be one of those just to try to keep it consistent with the rules, consistent with the experience right now, and try not to do too many drastic changes and let the game play out as it is. No, yeah, and and I and I I agree with that. I, I I don't think the the changes are going to be all that drastic as they were when we went with you know from rank and flank to, to Age of Sigmar. At least I I really <laughs> I really I really hope not. I don't see that being the case. But yeah, I, I did happen to see a little bit uh, of the, uh, and I got to get caught up here. I'm I'm a little behind with the with the FAQ just because my my travel schedule and everything where I was you know from one end of the world to, to the to the next today. But um, you know. I, I, I see it when 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 you look at you know um, you know I didn't see anything I kind of looked for the high level stuff and I didn't really see anything in there like as far as you know I didn't see any changes to croak or any kind of you know or, no, or Sylvaneth or, oh there was okay okay There's I didn't a lot of changes because I, I had heard I had heard a couple of days ago on the boards that there was some rumors that there was going to be some changes to that kind of stuff so I was yeah okay so what are they. Um, well, we kind of talked about it in the earlier part of the episode. Oh, I got you. Um, okay. But I definitely encourage you to take a gander at it. But it's like his spell fundamentally changed. The uh, Grot Warboss Mega Stack Command ability is gone. Okay. Uh, the spell portal is now once per phase you can send something through it. Um, the Geminids got turned down pretty significantly. Like it made, it took the initial like key offenders and turned them down. So Nagash is still a tank, but without the spell portal, without a lot of other things, he's not as obnoxious as he was. Wow! So, now I got to go back and read that because again, when I was yeah. um, uh, just going to give everyone a little bit of an update, I was I was you know basically on on a, on a plane for you know right before I jumped off and and, and jumped onto this uh, the show here. But you know some of the things I, I did notice was um, uh, what were some things I, I I did see the Ghoul Patrol. You know it, you know yeah. it, it explicitly lets you. Uh, rise above your starting size, which I thought was a little bit of a you know a, 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 you know an eyebrow raiser. I think the uh, the evocators, the Stormcast Eternal, the evocators can can. Am I right on this? They can cast a spell out of yep. the lore of um, invigoration. Invigoration. Yep. So yeah. there's there's a lot in there, and I think that's something that you need to take into consideration with list writing is these FAQs. Yeah. Is these updates? And well, you know, now that you that. just you just you just you just brought something to my mind that that I want to touch on. And, and again, I'm, as I said, I'm 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 going to get myself blanketed, well aversed in, in in all this stuff. But um, there was something that I read where demon princes finally they can finally get the slave the darkness keyword. Yep, they get so it. So he's he's and and here's here's the thing that that I'm 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 maybe I'm just making this up in my mind, but this is something that yep. that I think for you and I are both going to have to really stay on top of is these little bits of details. Okay, you know what's what's automatically going to stick into my mind is the nerfing that Croak got, you know, because he was such a bastard in the first place in the in the, in the magic phase. So I'm okay with that, but little 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 nuggets of information like this, like the Demon Prince finally gets a slave to darkness keyword. So, you know, what does that mean? He's not an ally in his own army. <laughs> I mean, like, we're, we're, you know, we got to make sure that, that, that stuff like that um, gets, uh, you know, that, that, that we understand that. And, you know, that's going to be the challenging part is making sure that, you know, because you don't want to be walking around, you know, you know, Alex, like, like you one, one time so famously said, you know, what does the rule say? You know, that makes a lot of sense, but you don't want to have to walk up to every single table as a TO and say, what does, what does your book say? <laughs> you know, what does the rule say? You know, you, you kind of want to, at, at some point in time, have that answer. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I famously do that because I want people to learn the rules and walk through it. But it's also 
the answer's there if you look for it. So just making sure to check that and go from there. But Dave, I guess as a player, like in a tournament environment for AOS 2, what would you expect out of the organizer, out of the event? Like what would you want to see? Um, honestly, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would, I mean, I want to use all this stuff. I want to see the realms being used. I want to see, um, you know, this, the, all this stuff that, cause it's there and it's, and it's going to be cool once we get a handle on it. Um, all I ask from my TOs is that they have a grasp on what they're doing and, I mean, as far as the, the rules and, and what they're planning and um, that, you know, if, if questions come up, they make decisions and, you know, right or wrong, they make, they, you know, make a decision and, and we sort of roll with it. Um, I, honestly, I from what and like I said, I wasn't there this weekend, but I saw the rules pack and I saw what Domus did. I was pretty cool with that, like you know, and he kept he kept things moving, and he and and he he definitely had an idea. Uh, I don't necessarily want to see tos coming in and throwing in a whole lot of comp, uh, and there was some yes. before because the the FAQ hadn't come out yet, you know, and so Domus had thrown in some comp. Um, you know, I I don't want to I, I don't want to go back to what we had yeah. in seventh and, and that where edition. you had yeah. all sorts of rules. Uh, you had a whole packet of, okay, this is how we're going to play this. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping that's not necessary. I, I just, when I go to a tournament, I want a TO who's, who's, who kind of, who can get the scores done quick, can keep things going, uh, has a good attitude. And, um, you know, that, that's really, I mean, that's all I ask for, you know? So, I mean, I, I'm sorry I don't have a really good answer to your question, but I haven't played enough to know where, where, where the problems are really cropping up. You know what I'm saying? Like, like looking in hindsight, I, I still wouldn't want to – I wouldn't want to see a Domus, had Domus going, uh, no Nagashes because that's stupid. Or you can't team these guys up because that's – I'm, I'm glad he didn't try to you – know, as, 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 as well as any TO knows the game. And, Alex, you know it backwards and forwards. I mean, you really do. I mean, cause you're, and you're a playtester too now, which makes it you, – you really know it. I still don't necessarily would, would, wouldn't want you to go in and tinker with it too much. You know what I'm saying? Because this is one of those games – I just – this game has got so many moving parts. And, I mean, even though it's a, a simple rule set, there's so many units and so many War Scrolls that – I mean, you can't just take one and be like, okay, I'm just going to change this. Because there's no way that there there's no way you don't have some some degree of a butterfly effect, and so I I just you know I just want someone who kind of knows the rules. So if questions come up, if something really weird or unexpected happens and it's a problem, I'm I'm one of those guys who's happy with the with the to making a call and sticking with it, and you know right or wrong, this is kind of how we're going to run it because we couldn't foresee it. That's that's I think that's where. In my opinion, where the TOs who are really good sort of distinguish themselves is being able to roll with the unexpected. And right now, we've got a lot of unexpected. I think. I think I think you're right on that. I think that was a great that was a great way you put that. Even coming from kind of the five thousand foot view that, that you were at, um, I, I applaud you for that because I, I, I would have fumbled <laughs> over my uh, my my. I wasn't expecting that heavily. question, and I was just like, "Oh, I have no <laughs> well, idea." Yeah. <laughs> hey, talk 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 about rolling with the un, with the unexpected. You should be you'd probably be a heck of a to. <laughs> um, 
No, I, I, th- I, th- right. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, I think GW is taking that into account, you know, and, and Alex, you can back me up on this too. And, and, and you know, and honestly, I think anybody could, you know, but for so many years, GW was kind of was, uh, had this mindset of, you know, we're not we're not a gaming company. We make models and people just happen to play games with them. And I think they've embraced more of the gamer side because I think that understand they have they've always kind of understood that that's how they sell models. And I think they want to get away from a lot of the homemade soup. I, it, at least that's the impression I'm getting. Well, now, of course, that all since they got the new CEO takeover, who's like, uh, "No, we're doing that." I mean, I think that's what happened, right? I mean, completely night and day different. I right. mean, I I love the new, I love the new GW. I re- I really honestly do. How could um, you not? I mean, oh yeah, yeah, and, and you know, I, I but you know, I, here's the thing, you know. Uh, gamers and bitching, gamers and questions. You know, I tell you what, that, 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 it goes hand in hand. I mean, if you could find a way to, to bottle that, you know, and, and, and market it, you'd, you'd make a million dollars. I mean, you know, just just when you know, when I was sitting on the on the, on the plane coming back, I, I actually started to think to myself, you know, there was a note, um, and I'm going off of memory, and I'm going off of a, of, a, of being up for a long time memory. So pardon me if if I botch this. But what was that uh, on the Allegiance abilities, Alex? Where it's, it talked about the. Um, it said something to the point of if allegiance abilities exist for a faction in or for a faction army, you must use them. So the first thing I thought about was my my Beastie Boys, right? And and what that sounded like to me was I can only use Brayherd units in a Brayherd army, and I could no longer make a two thousand point generic chaos list uh, that that has around a thousand points of Brayherd and a thousand points of Warherd. Uh, since I, I, I would have to have Brayherd Allegiance and could only have 400 points of the other. I, I feel like I'm missing something there, but maybe I need to go back and reread that again because I, I was kind of... I think you definitely misread that. Yeah. Because um, it's more like the Allegiance... The question about the Judicators, right? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, the Judicator in that reference? No, 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 no. I, I wasn't. No, no. I, I, that was what we we were we were talking about before when I was just recalling some of the things that I had I had read before. What I was talking about is there's um there was a there was a, a, a last line in the allegiance uh, ability section of the FAQ that I seem to recall, and then my eyes just I, I seem to go down there where it said something like, "Note that if the allegiance ability exists for a faction army, you must use them" or something like that. And the way that it was worded got me thinking that, you know, again, I went right to my Brayherd, my, my, my Beastie Boys, that does that mean that I can no longer take 2,000 points of generic chaos list that has around 1,000 points of Brayherd and 1,000 points of Warherd since I would have to use Brayherd Allegiance and could only have 400 points of the other. So I got to relook into that. But like, like I was just kind of trying to trying to back up the conversation here, um, uh, you know, previously to, to Dave's uh, comment was – you know, I think that there's always still going to be those questions, but I think that for the most part that, yes, GW has taken a lot of that, you know, preventative measures, I guess the best way to put it, Dave, is what I'm trying to say here yeah. in, my, in, my, in, my bantering, <laughs> in my bantering here. That, that yeah, I think they're, they're trying to avoid a lot of that homemade soup. But that was – that's what – Alex, that's what I was trying to, to ask is, you know, you know, there's always going to be questions like I have in, in my mind right now just really not hey, – not, being well adversed yet in, in the FAQs. So mm-hmm. you do realize I'm looking that up right now as we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Cool. So I guess with um, that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, there was, um, there was another thing that, 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 that they confirmed that, uh, um, or at least, and I guess another question is, you know, you know, 
can, um, can there's another question I had, and I guess let me try let me try to find it here. Um, okay, no, I found it because um, okay. it says armies without allegiance abilities. Faction army does not have a set, then you can use its Grand Alliance allegiance ability instead. Um, note that if allegiance abilities exist for a faction army, you must use them. Now, here's the thing: you can always take Grand Alliance Chaos. That's always a thing if you want to do what you're talking about with the mix. Um, sure. Okay. But it's one of those things that, um, like you couldn't do an entire army of Stormcast and then use Grand Alliance Order. You'd have to use Grand Alliance Storm, or you have to use Allegiance Ability Stormcast Eternals because your army legally could not take Brayherd in your example. No, no, I, I realize that. What I was saying was, in my example, was had nothing to do with Stormcast. <laughs> maybe I, maybe no, I no, no, but that was the example. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm with you now. Gotcha. All right, I'm, I'm back on the turnip truck. Sorry. Gotcha. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. If it's a legal valid choice, and you have to use the Stormcast, if that was the or the so if you had sixteen hundred points of Brayherd and 400 points of valid allies, then you'd have to use Brayherd. But if you cannot legally take Brayherd, then you can't legally take Brayherd. You know I got you. And I just, I, what, what amazes the crap out of me is that they actually had to FAQ that. Yes. I mean, that, that was so far out of left field, I thought they were referring to a common, a common Grand Alliance, like Chaos to Chaos. Who the heck would ever show up to a tournament with you know, Stormcast, and then you got some Minotaurs in the background? Or Bulgors now. I don't know. It, yeah, hmm. I, I got nothing for you. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but in any event. <laughs> so, Not my event. <laughs> no, All right. No. So um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that you want to address or anything you want to talk about because now we're getting close to time here. Yeah, you know, I I, I do want to thank you guys before I, I jump off, you know, for, for this opportunity. But I think, yeah, I think, you know, the, the, the real challenge is is on – is on us as as TOs, you know. I and I don't want to uh, harp on this because I don't I don't believe in in, in you know you know um, you know kind of always hanging on to the negative because that's just an easy low hanging fruit thing to do. But you know what happened at, at this past um, two weekends ago at the ATC event with the you know with the the uh, the plasma gun cheating and and even the the AOS list that was uh, that was kicked back and and the guy you know um, Rob Bear admitted that you know he had. He had had the wrong points. You know, there's so there's so many things that are incumbent upon a TO to make sure that we get right. And and sometimes in our in our best effort, we, we fall short. You know, um, just back in May, you know, I ran a little little tournament for for Armed Forces Day tournament, and um, you know, I made mistakes. So sometimes, you know, that that we, that we try to do things and inadvertent situations creep up. You know, I, I, you know, probably should have put more time to the, to the, to the, to a 2000 point game rather than two hours. And I think it kind of shortchanged some of the players and I feel bad for that and I'll, I'll, I'll accommodate that. But then there are other situations where you have to not only accommodate situations where you could have potential cheating, uh, inadvertent, uh, list errors, or you could have these kind of rule changes. So I think it's, I think, you know, not, not all of us, uh, are as fortunate as, as, as you are, you know, Alex or, or even guys like Domus to, to be able to, to, to get into that. But that's not an excuse. 
you know, it's, it's, it's on me to make sure that, uh, I run a tournament that, that people look back on and, and say, you know what, um, I want to participate in that again, or I had a great time, or, you know, I met great people and the games were good, but I think that's, I think that's it. But, you know, there are, there are a lot of challenges, but, you know, um, we, we as TOs have to, we made that choice. No one put a gun to our head and, and we stepped up and kind of said, you know, for the, for the betterment of the community, we're going to take this on our shoulders and we're going to, you know, we're going to, we're not going to let something like the, the new massive, uh, magic, uh, rules, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, uh, Shylock us away or, you know, the summoning or these new FAQs. And I just think that's really where it's at. And I think, um, I think it's, I, I, and I, I, I look forward to it. I really do. And I'm, I'm excited to, to really see how this plays out. Um, you know, and I got to tell you, let me just kind of throw one thing now that I'm, I can kind of take a left turn at Albuquerque. I want to say that I, I want to <laughs> kind of, kind of, <laughs> David's sort like, well, of magic helmet, magic helmet, <laughs> magic helmet. <laughs> exactly. He's, he's probably like, well, this guy ever shut up. No, no I, 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 I get, I get the joke. I, I don't know if Alex did or not, but I heard you say it once. No. Like, did he just say left turn at Albuquerque? Exactly. No, Alex didn't. We'll have to, we'll explain to him another time, another place. But I, you know, this whole this whole 2.0 has has been one pleasant surprise for me after another. So, you know, like the Malign Sorcery, and I got to kind of I got to kind of eat my crow here a little bit um, because you know you know there was a saying that said you know when 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 you when you eat a sandwich, big bites are best. You know, don't nibble. You know, big bite, chew, swallow, and, and that's kind of what I'm doing right here because I kind of mother Malign Sorcery for a long time. I really did. I kind of put it up there with oh, Storm man. Magic. I, I really did. I, no, I, and that was a concern that had been tossed around was okay. that we didn't want it to be that. No, so. you're right. And, and you want to know something? I unknowingly in my ignorance, uh, I, I, I pinned it right up there with, uh, with storm of magic. Cause Oh, I hated storm, storm of magic. I, to be honest with you, I would have rather have stapled my nostrils to a merry-go-round than ever played anything with storm of magic, but malign, malign sorcery. I love it. I love yeah, it. It is not. So, uh, we'll just do this last big plug. Um, Dragonfall, October 19th, 20th, and 21st. Uh, this is at Elmhurst, Illinois. Check it out at dragon-fall.com. Um, and I would strongly suggest if you've not done so to sign up because you and I are almost sold out for both of our events, the championship and the team. And I think we are currently the best-selling events on the block for Dragonfall. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that is it. That is it, my man. And, I, and, so, and I, I firmly believe it has everything to do with the TOs. I really do. Sure. Um, I would also just like to say that AOS 2 is clearly a dead game. Um, if we are <laughs> you know, several months out and we're already looking at selling out our block uh, for something that was a dice roll last year that is now going to be a fixture, I think, for this event. But uh, Dragonfall, we've got a lot going on, so it's more than just Age of Sigmar, although you, that's what you should be playing. Um, there is going to be Batman, there is going to be stuff like Arena Rex, uh, some of the smaller other games. They've got a bunch of 40k stuff. There's a ninth age going on, if that's your jam. Um, <laughs> there's some sh- no, no, I'm serious. All Everyone should be happy playing the game that they want to play. But if I am not actively pissing in your cereal, you should not be pooping in my oatmeal. Just make so, sure you aim straight with the Cheerios. Try to get it through the hole. Point is, point is, um, check it out. It's going to be a big fat time. All the rules are on there, and if you can, I would strongly encourage you guys to make it to both my event for the singles event. That's a two day, five 
game 2K tournament. And then Pat's uh, team tournament, which I'll be playing in. Um, nice. Is, I'm playing in yours. Yeah, yeah. so it's two 1,250 <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Enough of that right here. Enough of the enough of the uh, enough of the kissing up to each other. I'm playing in yeah, yours. Yeah, I'm yeah. playing in yours. Oh. But that's the thing is that this is an opportunity just, for those of us that normally it, run. It was, it was stuff. more like it was more just like like leg humping. It really wasn't exactly. a lot of kissing. Good lord! <laughs> Why did I think this is a good idea? I so, have no idea. That being said, um, and then it's two uh, player teams at 1,250 points a player. That's correct. Um, so. Make sure to check out all the rules packs. They're all up on the main website. Sign up if you can. We'd love to have you come out. Promise, big fat time. So, um, and with that, I think we're all set. Are, are we good uh, for tonight's show, gentlemen? I think we're done. I know I'm done. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Our, our horns were holding up our halos. That's how good we are, my man. There you go. I'm, I'm happy. Man. Well, we'll but say, I'll tell you what, guys. We'll let, we know, you. Pat, we know you have to go. We'll let you go, and then we'll take a quick break and come back, and we will wrap up the show, folks. Uh, but we're going to let Pat go right now, so we will be right back. Sounds great, guys. Thank you. garage hammer shirt who cares about him look at that guy with the garage hammer hoodie that's right guys nothing tells the ladies i'm one of the gaming elite like garage wear so hurry to garagehammer.net slash store and soon you'll be the guy at game night that all the gamer chicks are talking about remember boys first you get your gear then you win all your games then you get the chicks that's right, boys. The only gamers we notice are in Garage Gear. And we are back. And we are... Wrapping up the show before like 300 hours? Uh, we're hitting about two, which is kind of where we always want to be. Uh, and we never oh. get to, so. No, no. Great googly nice. moogly. So, uh, <laughs> tournaments in the Age of Sigmar. So, I think um, we answered no questions, um, but it yeah. was. It was <laughs> Oh, I don't know what I was expecting, uh, where I was expecting the conversation to go even. I just was kind of excited to talk about tournaments, and uh, Patrick had a whole bunch of ideas, and I answered a question, and um, I think, well, I mean, since it's, it's still too new, I guess. So, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed yeah. hearing what you guys had to say as TOs and all that stuff. Um, it was, I mean, it was, it was an interesting conversation, but, like, it's still... This is there's a vast open land ahead of us right now. We yeah. will call this land um, the land. Oh, buddy! So, uh, I think the big thing to take away from all of this is, as tournament organizers, we are still we are learning a whole new system. 
You're taking a lot of things into consideration and all of us are still learning the game. Like, keep in mind, if I've been, just because I've been playing tests in this for a long time doesn't mean that things aren't different. So we're all learning this game together. We are all learning how to make it work. So please be patient with each other. We're going to make mistakes and that's perfectly fine. It's just how we move on from them and handle them. So that being said, take care of yourselves and each other. And is he still on the air? Who? Jerry Springer. I don't know. Do that's how we that ended stuff? the show. Yes, well, you, you watched right. Big Brother. It's close enough. That's- um, <laughs> this season's good, too. Oh, they got a crazy lady on there. It- a crazy oh, lady. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. You mean a crazy person is on reality television? Oh, my God. No, this I woman, she's a, she's like a 24-year-old life coach who believes that she can actually see, like, your auras and colors around you. And she and she gets, like, visions from spirits and stuff. And she is crazy. It's Does she um, also believe in healing crystals and not vaccinating your children? Uh, I don't know about that. But please tell me you're going to vaccinate your children. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. So, okay, we don't have to have that conversation then. No. Heather's no, a nurse. That very much upsets her. Oh, so. Um, Point is. <laughs> um, so, definitely, folks, uh, check out the Dragonfall website. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. This is going to be. Uh, and realistically, if you're curious about how Adepticon is going to look going forward, this is my trial run. And a lot of what we're going to be doing come March. So. Sounds if cool. you want to get a good first crack at it, this is a good opportunity to come in and check it out. Um, strongly encourage everybody to come out. I know a bunch of the guys from Indianapolis are going to be coming out. Um, so there's going to be a good crew of guys and gals coming to play at this event. So if you want to get in and get in on a good place to start, this would be a good place if you've not cracked into the tournament scene yet. And And... and- Okay, for anyone who's sort of freaking out, because once again, we have internet freak out, and I'm not going to go on to another don't have a stroke rant, but we all heard about the Nagashes and all the Nagash gate and all that stuff. Um, every edition has this when that edition starts. Seventh Ed, there was all sorts of questions. Eighth Ed, all sorts of questions. I seem to remember the top table last game at Adepticon. The first year of eighth edition, remember that ended at the top of turn one. I do remember that. I ended. Who who predicted that? Like who could have foreseen that coming? Like nobody thought that was going to happen because a, you know, we thought that people would read the rules and they knew kind of things that were coming and they would be prepared. And you know, you get to the top, things happen. It's not like this is the first time that someone has come in with a list within the first month of a new edition and just run rampant because nobody else was ready for it. I mean, that literally happened. If anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, Alex knows the story. He can explain it best. But it was, was it a blood and glory scenario? It was blood and glory. So for those that didn't play eighth or don't remember, essentially you accumulated a fortitude level based on your general was worth two points. And every banner that you had in your army, there was a lot more banners back then because every unit could take one for the most part, Right. Uh, counted up your fortitude. And if you dropped below a certain number, and the number that we were playing was three, if you hit that number or went below it, well, thought, you lost the game. Yeah, so, well, if you, had, if you were down to two, you lost the game, right? That was, I think that's what it was? Yeah, because yeah, okay. we were playing 2,400 points back right. then. Um, so... Turn or table one, t- 
top of one. Uh, it's a mixed demon army of the Bloodthirster, and I believe he only had two other banners going up against a then goblin gun line with multiple bolt throwers and rock lovers and doom divers. And during the goblin player's first shooting phase, he took off the Bloodthirster and automatically won. Because adjustments were not made. Womp, womp. So, I mean, go. yes, is that a bad experience to have that happen top table? Absolutely. But it is a learning opportunity. And everything that we're in right now, folks, is learning opportunities. I'm fairly so, certain when I came to that, I had a fortitude of like eight. Yeah. Because you knew it's like you need to have units and you have to have banners. You had to have everything. And I mean, it was, and it was, I mean, it wasn't like the guy was like, ah, forget that. I'm not caring about it. He didn't realize. And you don't realize, and boom, this is what happens. It's going to happen and it's going to get yes. straightened out. And I'm not too worried about it. People will make mistakes. Everyone does. It's just a matter of making them, learning from it, and moving on. So that's my big thing is just be patient and positive. Feedback. Like, I got a comment uh, from a gentleman this weekend uh, for us and the show in general that regardless, we are coming at it from the positive aspect, but still being honest about the game and its experience, as opposed to just being another show that whines and complains. It's coming at it from the positive and how appreciative that he was that there was a show like us. Well, thank you. Thank yeah, you very I, much. For the life of me, you know what I did? I did it again. I didn't write his name down. And I feel like I should know his name. I need and to give you I'm some of those Garage Hammer business cards because then you can hand them I, out and you can write oh people's names Oh, my God. Out. we got to talk about that, but that's later. So, in any event, folks, um, I think that's a wrap for the show. I think so. Um, I got the Next few, episode? Oh, I got it. Uh are we doing Night Haunts? Do we want we, to talk? I'd like to try Night Haunts. It's a shorter book. I, I think we could. I, I think I, we can do Night Haunts. If we try to, I'll drown. If we try to do, I'm not even certain I'll be ready with Night Haunts only because of I'm going to Gen Con and I'm going to be doing my best. I'll have the lore ready, but yeah, it's going to be like, hey Alex, please know what we're doing with the units because blabble blibble. It's so, okay. Okay, buddy. That's how it works. Um, um, speaking of people who get cranky about things, um. I would. I, I, I was going to give a shout. I would like to say congratulations to Rolling Bad on getting to episode fifty. Um, <laughs> but uh, Elric lies about me eating on the air, so instead of giving them a plug, I'm just going to ask Bill, uh, Senior Cranky Pants himself, to give uh, Elric a kick in the ding ding. So, um, <laughs> as I was just talking about how we were like the positive upbeat show, <laughs> and Dave. now I am calling for violence. Careens us into the iceberg. I have, so, hey, that, hey, I, it's my job. I, I know. If somebody know. doesn't crash this thing and burn it at least once an episode or every couple episodes, it's not really Garage Hammer. Uh, uh, and, it could be. No, anyway. Hey, uh, real quick, though, uh, don't forget, guys, uh, if you wouldn't mind checking out After Olinor, the Horace Heresy Book Club. Um, I thought I sent them the latest episode like a month ago. And totally realized I never sent it. Like, I thought it sent and it didn't, and I never checked it. I went to bed, and then we went, like, on vacation. Um, so, uh, it'll be out soon, because it's, like, stupid late. So, I'll get that done. That's on the Freebooters Network, and there's lots of good shows on the Freebooters Network. And, hey, listen, if you, if you listen to After Eleanor, and you like it, 
Uh, just give the Freebooters Network a nice review on iTunes. You can mention after Illinois specifically. I have no beef with that. Um, but go ahead and give the Freebooters a, a, a nice iTunes review. They would like it. You can give us a nice iTunes review. I love reading iTunes reviews. Um, I don't go through all the different countries because you can do that on iTunes and see all the reviews from all the different countries, but you have to physically go in and change it. That's kind of crazy. But if you do write one and you want me to read it or mention uh, you know, something like that, uh, just let me know. Uh, I, will all, I, I, I like to read those things because I have low self-esteem. Um, uh, <laughs> can't take you anywhere. No, you can't. That's why I sit in my basement and do a show because I have to stay down here. Uh, if I'm not at least a few feet underground, I'm I'm not I'm not right. Um, please remember to check out the Patreon page too. And once again, thank you to the one percent. You guys are awesome. Um, every everyone who is and has been a sponsor, I wish to thank you so much. Um, I still get people writing and saying, "Oh, I'm a sponsor," and, and that stuff. And it's it, you have no idea how much that means to us. Uh, so once again, the associate producers. Uh, Phil Elliott and Dwight Sims, the executive producer, Nick Nepliotis, and our newest sponsors, Marco Campo, Brian Andrews. I typed in Brain Andrews, but I'm certain that's Brian because nobody names their kid Brain. That's really pompous. And Kolya Eppert. Um, thank you all for being the 1% very much. Alex. Dave. Congratulations. You're going to be a dad. I'm going to keep saying that till it happens. Great. And, and thank you to all the people who are uh, emailing me and throwing their hat in the ring uh, for either certain topics. I'll tell you what, we've had more requests from people who want us to cover books we've missed. <laughs> They're not missed, but haven't gotten to yet. Like, hey, listen, um, I'm, I'm totally willing to come in and help. I'm, I'm the, so the big fans of books we missed are now jumping in and they're like... <laughs> Uh, as long as you cover it, I'm happy to help. So that was fantastic. Um, thank you to everyone who is volunteering. I'm not certain exactly what's going to happen. I'm certain it won't be me and Lindsay because Lindsay is still complaining. But that's another story. Uh, thank you to our new sponsors, uh, Black Dog Hobby Games and Lindsay's Gamer Garrison. Uh, and folks, until next time, only the faithful will be triumphant. Only the faithful will stand when all others fall, and only the faithful know no despair except in failure. You've been listening to Garage Hand. If you've enjoyed the show, maybe consider leaving us a positive review on iTunes, or check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash garagehammer. If you'd like to reach us, you can contact us via our email address, garagehammer at live.com. You can also find us on Twitter. David is at garagehammer. And Alex, that's me, is at some kind of geek thirty. Original music by Claire Seabrook. You can find more of her work at SoundCloud.com slash Claire Seabrook Music. Finally, if you want to join the Garage Hammer community, as well as the AOS community worldwide, you can comment on our episodes in the show thread at the Grand Alliance Forums, that's TGA.community, or check out the Garage Hammer Facebook page. And as always, thanks for listening.